Welcome back to another episode of the Bush League Podcast. I am your co-host, Dalton Thompson. He is Zach Ashby. Zach, the Cardinals have won three, count that, one, two, three games in a row. That is probably... We are World Series bound. We are World Series bound now. We are not the worst team, uh, you know, in the league. We actually can prove that we won stuff. Um, I'll never talk bad about Paul DeYoung for the duration of the season. You better now. Not. I don't think I can now. I I ordered my Paul DeYoung jersey, so uh, <laughs> when I when I go to Cardinals games this year, I will be rocking a Paul DeYoung jersey and, until he gets traded, DFA'd, or or released. I, I will proudly wear that. He has been all that we could have asked for and more. Uh, definitely exceeding expectations. So it's been good. I'm a big fan of Paul DeYoung being successful. As much 14, as we, 14 much ding as we dongs at Wrigley. Him, man, he is hot right now. He, I think he's batting like 350. Yeah, I mean, give or take the how many at bats he's had, but still, I mean, he's 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 put on an impressive, you know, hitting. Uh, you know, circuit since he got back. So love to see it. Love to see it. Any kind of contribution to the team. We, we highly accept it. So shout out Paul DeYoung. Um, for everybody listening today is Wednesday, May 10th. Um, if you can't tell already, I am congested. I think Zach is too. Very so nice. it is allergy season in full effect. So we're going to keep it pretty short. We have an interview today with a very special guest. Uh, Mr. Wade Stouse stopped by on the podcast and, and sat down for a, a probably like a 45 minute interview. It was, it was yeah. a great, it was a great conversation that's coming up later. Um, but we appreciate everybody listening. Um, Zach, as far as the track the Cardinals are on right now compared to where they were this time last week, how are you feeling about the Cardinals? I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, I still think that whatever, however we play for the rest of the month is determining on my mood of of uh, of how I'm going to perceive the rest of the Cardinals season. It's a um, what, what have you done for me lately scenario. Yes. Um, yeah, like like I said, um, as long as they keep this up and they play like this, to, you know, the rest of the, the month, I don't think there's going to be any problem that we're going to retake the Central. Um, I mean, the Brewers are not hot. Pirates have been kind of declining a little bit. I haven't heard much about the Reds. I don't think, yeah, I don't think the Pirates have won a game this month yet. Um, and then, uh, you know, Cubbies um, – I don't know what their schedule is looking like for this month. So, um, like I said, you know, it's all based on this month on how I think the rest of the season will go. I agree with that. I definitely agree. I think um, conversation, which is is funny enough, shout out my parents. Um, my mom is like, she, whenever we have conversations just on the phone, like I'll call her like, hey, how's it going? Uh, how's your day? We'll just talk. And by the end of the conversation, she she feels like she's the third chair of our podcast. 
she'll <laughs> she'll ask me she's like what do you think of Contreras like what do you think of how they're handling him and we actually had a really good conversation like 10 minute conversation that I wanted to bring up on the podcast because of the way that Contreras is being handled especially to to uh fans who might not be as tapped in as that you and I are because we we do we do this podcast we kind of have to be prepared for things like that so that we can hold those conversations but the conversation we had stemmed a lot of from how Marmol and and how the front office is handling adversity I don't think that the front office has ever had to face adversity like this so they're just they, scrambling. They're scrambling. They hit the panic button immediately. They're locking up eighty-seven and a half million dollars in the DH role now that and um, and putting him in the outfield, putting him in a corner outfield spot. Like and then they walked it back. Like it. I, I talked to. Or I was talking about it in a sense of Marmol can't get out of his own way. He'll say something to the media. The media will write it down, and then the next day I'll come back, walk back whatever he said, and say something worse. Yeah. And then the next day come back, walk that back, and just it's a vicious cycle because the reports came out that Wilson Contreras was going to be moved from catcher and just to a full-time DH role, sometimes maybe platoon in the outfield. And then the next day comes, and they're like, we're not putting him in the outfield. He's just going to DH the whole time, but he's still not going to catch. And then the next day, Marmol comes out and he's like, you know, everybody's asking about like how he can uh, get in the field, like in left field or play the outfield more. And the reality is like we want to see him behind the cat, behind the dish again. So it's like everybody, nobody's well, on the same page. For. Exactly. So, but no one's on the same page with how they're going to handle Wilson Contreras, and that's causing a lot of disconnect between the team, the fans, the team, the front office. So how are you what are your what is your thought process of how they're handling Wilson Contreras and what they can do to bring him back behind the dish because I not not that I don't love Andrew Kisner getting every day at bats because I don't I don't love yeah. seeing that but at the same time Contreras isn't an elite defender everyone knows that nobody was expecting him to be but he is getting paid to catch. He's not getting paid to hit. So what are your what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty plain cut, you know, plain and simple, cut and dry. Like you're paying a guy eighty seven million dollars a year because our Hall of Fame legendary catcher retires last year and we needed a replacement. No one ever would have thought that, you know, Kisner would have been our primary as of right now. Like right. I think I think it was either going to come, obviously, to Wilson Contreras or Sean Murphy. Obviously, we got Wilson Contreras, but which I still um, think is the better. Like, obviously, yeah, Sean Murphy is playing very well. Like, he's even like probably top three, top five candidate for MVP this year, which is great. But what we would have had to given up to get Sean Murphy, I think, in the long run, I seen what it would was. hurt us. Yeah, yeah, there was a. It, there was a report. Uh, they they finally uh, released the uh, the negotiations a little deeper. It was like Newt Burleson, Yepes. They uh, they basically said Seppo. you can have you can have Brendan Donovan, but you've got to pick two out of the three outfielders that we like, and that's Yepes, Carlson, and Newt Bar. So or Graceffo. or and and Graceffo. I think Graceffo was another piece that the Cardinals were um, 
going to have to give up for him. So that would bad. For me, I think they made the right decision. It sucks that now we're there's such a disconnect between the team and the front office and management. But Contreras has come out and, and been like super super relaxed about it. He knows he's got four and a half more years here. So, you know, I, I think he, he gets it to an extent. But but at the same time, it's like you're putting your star player in a in a weird in a predicament because you're you're putting him in an uncomfortable situation where he's got to answer these questions when it's not his place. He's being scapegoated for the reason the Cardinals aren't playing good baseball. Yeah. Uh I mean, he's he's handled it handled it well. I mean, I don't I mean, you, you do have a say, but then you also don't have a say. Um it's just it's just one of those, like we said, scrambled type of decision making that the front office was doing. Um, That's the part that really bothers me about it is that the front office has hit the panic button so soon. You know, like it, it, they haven't even given them a chance to. to write I don't really ship. think they thought out. They didn't. There's no way they did. And I, I will say, like judging by the the whole Twitter atmosphere of Cardinals baseball. I mean, I don't think that Wilson Contreras had any sort of harsh feelings towards that decision, no. but I, I think there was a lot of um, uh, backing up Wilson Contreras. Yeah. Saying, like, I don't know why they did this. We still love you, Wilson Contreras. You're, you're, you are our starting catcher. Yep. So. Well, um, and, and one of the reports that came out was about Wainwright um, sitting down with Contreras with, I think, Flaherty and, and uh, uh, Blake and, and all of the, the coaching staff and just pouring into the guy. That, that, was the biggest, uh, that was the biggest thing that came out of that conversation, that they, they love this guy and they want him to be there. They're happy they're, that he's here. So I, I think that was important for him to hear. And then all of the Cardinals fans reaching out and giving their support um, – through this weird time, you know, I think has really shown him that this is the place that he's meant to be, regardless if it's in a catching or DHing role. Um, obviously, we want him to catch because that's what he—that's what he's getting paid the big bucks for. But it's just a weird—it's a weird situation, and it's uh, definitely not one that I think any of us was expecting to be in this early in the season. Maybe if we're in July or August and we still haven't righted the ship, maybe then we take a look at it. But the fact they made this decision a month into the season just shows how unprepared they were for any kind of adversity. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just I don't think Wilson Contreras, like I said, has any sort of bad feelings about the front office. But definitely um, not. Um, you uh, had mentioned Adam Wainwright and Jack Flaherty. Um, both who had seemingly very agitated uh, interviews post game. Yep. Um, I've never seen Adam Wainwright really be mad before. I don't think he 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 was mad, but he just had, kind of had that tone where, like, why would you ask me that? Right. Um, both uh, Flaherty and I mean, I'm just kind of moving along, um, but. Uh, both Flaherty and uh, Wainwright were kind of um, 
questioned on their capabilities of pitching. Their velocity. Flaherty, yeah, yeah. Flaherty more of this velocity. And Wainwright, um, he was asked, like, does he still think he has the stuff? I mean, the dude had five strikeouts, what, five or six strikeouts? Uh, yeah. And he came back and – They both looked okay. I mean, neither of them shined in a sense that they were, you know, all-star performances, but they both held their own. They both got us in a position to win. You know, that's that's all you can ask for from a starting pitcher. Um, and Flaherty's uh, post-game interview was – Pretty. He, he was pretty upset. He was fired up about it. I mean, and I don't blame him. I'm. I. I see where. I see where he's coming from. Like that. That would be very frustrating to have to continue to answer on, especially if he knows what he's doing. Like he's like, you know, I'm not. I'm not going up there and throwing as hard as I can every pitch because I know that I don't need to. So stop worrying about what I'm doing and just watch the game. You know, I. I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was really. I, a lot of people were calling him soft. A lot of people were saying he can't handle criticism. I'm on the opposite end. I'm I'm on Jack Flaherty's side. Like, hey, let this guy just do his thing. We know he's capable of being an ace. Let him figure it out. He, I, I think mean, that's he, all he's all he's yeah. asking for is for for them to let him figure it out. Yeah, and it's like, why? How are you going to judge somebody? Because a lot of these reporters, they've never played any sort of you know organized level of organized baseball, baseball yep. or any of that so for you to tell jack flaherty oh well you're not pitching as hard as you should you topped out it or you uh had some pitches there that were 87 88 89 and you usually throwing 95 how are you are you washed up now or are you right are you uh are you hurt or he's like no he's like I was getting out, throwing 87, 89, you know, why, why do I need to throw 95, 96 every single time I pitch? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to throw that fast, but if you're not hitting anything or walking and right. you know, giving up runs, it's. He's trying to control it. Yeah. I mean, I think control is a lot more Important. beneficial than, yeah. than speed especially in Flaherty's case I I think he has some control issues with a lot of his pitches especially early in the season you know he had seven walks in his first his first outing so I mean you know he obviously he obviously is still working on his command so I don't know it's the media just frustrates me in a sense because they're asking questions that only only add more division in the locker room right or or more frustration by the players i think right now it's not a sense of being soft or a sense of being uh, babying the players or anything it's it's a sense of understanding that they're all trying to figure it out and if you're a true cardinals fan you want them to figure it out we don't want to be bad the whole season no so that's the part of it that really bothers me is that they keep adding fuel to the fire yeah, and I don't know if they're purposely doing that or they're just genu- genuinely concerned. Um, right. I mean, the same reaction with Adam. They're like, well, you know, you went out there and you got six strikeouts. He's 41 but- years old. Of course he's going to top out at 88. I mean, that's, yeah, you know, like, you well, can't expect him to throw 90. No, yeah, 93. Exactly. You're doing better than wash up Scherzer and Verlander right now. Yeah. Um, but they're like, well, well, you know, do you do you think you still have the stuff? And he's like, 
Guys. Of course I do. Guys, I went out there and had five, six strikeouts, and I gave up four runs, and we, and you know, it was a back-and-forth game. I don't know yep. what you really expect more out of me. I came out there and gave it my, you know, my, my all, so I don't – it's interesting, man. We live in an interesting time right now just because the Cardinals haven't had a ton of success in the beginning of the season, and now you know we're on a three-game win streak, so it's we, we might as well have won the World Series. You know, So yeah. we're, we're feeling that high right now. Um, obviously, the Cardinals have one more game tonight against the Cubs. We're recording this early Wednesday morning. I'm leaving – or Zach's leaving for Florida today. I'm leaving for Denver tomorrow night for my bachelor party. So we're both going to be gone through the weekend. Um, we'll still record or we'll still release this on Friday. Um, and then obviously we'll pick back up normal scheduling next week. Uh, maybe we'll have a, we'll have Randy back on next week. We, I, I talked to him a little bit. I think yeah. he wants to get back on. So something to look forward to for all the fans. Um, so yeah, we got the Cubs tomorrow or tonight off day tomorrow Red Sox through the weekend, three games set with the Brewers early next week, and then a four-game set with the Dodgers after that. So got some got some ground to pick up. Um, like I said, I think if we get to four or five games below 500 by the end of the, the month, I think we got a legitimate shot to be back in it. But everything else kind of has to, to play out uh, as well. You know, the Brewers kind of have to skid a little bit. Cubs got to kind of play mediocre – Pirates got to go back to normal level. So we'll see. It's possible. I think it's definitely possible. Um, what are your What are your expectations for this upcoming week? We got the Cubs tonight, Red Sox, Brewers, Dodgers. What do you think? I think we get our first sweep tonight. I do too. I think we I get our first coming. sweep. Um, I think we take two out of three against the Red Sox. Who's, is, is Monty on the bump tonight? Yep. Okay, Monty, yeah. I think uh, we'll get the sweep tonight, and then I bet we win two of three against the Sox. I think, and then I, the Brewers series is really where it's going to be crucial for crucial, us to, yeah. to win all three games, really. Um, especially with the Brewers kind of middling a little bit. So, we'll see. I, I'm I'm hopeful. They've got my hopes up again. I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> but um, let's hop into the interview. Uh, we interviewed Wade Staus. He's a catcher with the Springfield Cardinals in Double A. A uh, good friend of mine. I played baseball with him uh, in college during during summer ball. Um, he was an awesome interview. So here's Wade Staus. Goodness. All right, special guest on the podcast today. We would like to welcome on uh St. Louis Cardinals affiliate he plays in Springfield he is a catcher his name is Wade Staus Wade welcome to the podcast hello hello good to be here good to we're be so here we're so happy to, to have here. Wade on yeah we're we're so happy to have Wade on we appreciate your time and and coming to chat with us a little bit so without further ado Wade uh why don't you tell us a little about yourself your background your story and uh you know where what what journey you've been on to get to where you're at today? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks again, guys, for having me on. Uh, always a big fan of this. Always like to help out, help out some friends. But yeah, no, I'm from uh, from St. Louis. Grew up uh, in Wildwood, uh, that Wildwood Chesterfield area over there, and I uh, played ball. You know, growing up the whole time, and I played ball uh, 
going i went to southeast missouri state university played baseball there i guess i should back up i played baseball lafayette high school um and we never won anything there but you know we were always really good and then um i yeah i went to southeast missouri state university for four years i caught all four years under coach andy sawyers and it was a great four years uh, the last two uh, last year we won the regular season tournament regular season and we were able to make a regional which was uh, that was a lot of fun we made it to old miss and uh, played in a regional down there and about that the last two weeks or so um i, I got really hot started swinging it really good um was able to uh, put a few put put a few over the wall back to back a few times, and uh, and that's where uh, Cardinal Scout saw me, and uh, it all happened really fast, man. It was it was like we finished up in Oxford down there, and I was just working out with one of my best friends, and I got a text asking if I was interested in coming to an open tryout at Bush, and um, I wasn't. I was like I was like, well, hell yeah, I mean, why not? Uh, didn't really have much to lose. And um, so I went out there and, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't put too much pressure on it. I was just like, man, I got a cool opportunity here. And I had a great tryout. It went it went well. Uh, I was able to make some cool connections with, with the, some guys there, some of the coaches. And um, before I knew it, I was, you know, I was working on uh, – I was help- actually that summer I wasn't playing ball. I was helping out uh, on my family friend's farm. And I was just uh, trimming fence line one day and I got a call uh, from the Cardinals and I'm like, hey, uh, and I thought they were just gonna tell me like, thanks for coming out to the tryout. Like, we're we're just gonna keep keep on moving. And um, but, but they called me and uh, they're like, hey, we really really liked you. Thought you had a great tryout. Uh, we wonder if you'd be interested in uh in, in, in uh, playing for us. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds great. And I put the trimmer down. And I drove home and <laughs> I told my family. And yeah, it's that's so that's the story of uh, the sign-in. That's um, awesome, man. That's so yeah. that's such a cool story. How that that comes together. I think when a lot of people hear about, I think when a lot of people hear about uh, card, you know, stories of getting the call and, and stuff like that. It's it's always uh, it's always so exhilarating, especially kind of coming out of nowhere, uh, kind of to what Wade was saying. You know, that's that's pretty incredible. So uh, we're back. Had some technical difficulties. Figured it out. Uh, shout out Wade's wife. Shout out, Wade, shout, if you want shout to. out Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> yes, thank you. We appreciate you. So um, back to uh, back to your story as far as getting the call from the Cardinals. What was going through your head as you're in the field, you're working? Obviously, uh, you're probably the last thing you're thinking of is I'm about to I'm about to be asked to go play professional baseball while while you're working on your your family friend's farm. Yeah, no, I was uh no, I was just Really, the only thing going through my mind is when I was going to take my next break. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I was, yeah, like I said, I was trimming fence line, and I, I got the call, and I just, um, I started jumping up and down, screaming. It was pretty nuts. I said, said a little prayer, uh, and then I, I threw the trimmer. It was actually a really funny story. I threw the trimmer in uh, the side by side that, like, I was, I, I took to get out to the fence line. I was driving back. And I nailed a tree with the trimmer, snapped it in half, and uh, <laughs> I left it there. And I just kept on driving. I told, uh, <laughs> I told my boss, I was like, "Hey, I gotta." Uh, the Cardinals called, man. I gotta, I gotta go home. He's like, "Oh, absolutely. Like, just let me know." And I didn't tell him that I just snapped his trimmer. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but no, I, I went back and I, I, I called, uh, I called my dad. And, um, and man, it was just, you know, just all the emotions that come flying through, you know, for, uh, 
because you know my my dad both my, my mom and my dad they have been by my side uh and the, the, the ones taking me to all the practices all the games so dude it's just it, it's just it's hard to hard to explain man one of just the best feelings in the world telling my girlfriend now wife um telling her man it was it, it was awesome you know it's just these people they just pour into you they they love and they support you and um being able to tell them that uh that, that I, I was able gifted the opportunity to play at the next level man it was unbelievable all the hard work pays off in the, it is. that culmination it is, man. Man. That's, that's crazy it, that's such a and that's such a like uh, a unique experience to you right yeah. you know because no one else no one else has that story and even even if uh, someone else has that story of getting the call like yours is unique to yourself so you can always tell yeah. that story to your kids grandkids and your family man that's that's incredible um, so as far as what was that process like as far as uh, um, you know obviously the Cardinals give you the call and, and you're ready to go but you know what's that next like 48 hours like is it a scramble fest is oh it, you it know, was oh absolutely that's actually a great way to put a scramble fest it was um there's a lot of calls going out you know a lot of uh telling telling close family and friends um kind of figuring out um what like like okay like what do i like what loose ends do i have to tie off like where like because right. i was actually planning on going back to semo for another year and I was just going to, I was going to uh, finish off my degree. I was going to start my master's. And then I had a couple of years of eligibility left because I redshirted and uh, because of COVID. And so that was right. the original plan was to go back. And um, so I, uh, you know, I was after all the phone calls, you know, the coaches and taking advice and I'd be like, Hey, I think I got to take this opportunity. I can't return. Obviously yeah. Andy Sawyer's down there. I mean, he's a mentor now to me. He couldn't have been more excited for me. Um, but no, I, so I had to go to Cape. I had to completely move out of my college house, had to, uh, bring everything back home, say goodbye to my girlfriend or Lindsay's family at the time. Um, and then I had to come back up, say goodbye to everybody up there. And then they flew me out to Jupiter. Um, let's see. Yeah, they called me on a Thursday and they flew me out on a Sunday. So it was wow. really, it was just a couple of days, man. And, and, um, it, dude, it's it's nuts. A lot of people tell stories about how, um, like like whether you you're a free agent sign like myself or a first rounder, it's like the first few days are crazy hype and stuff. But next thing you know, you're flying out. You're in a hotel. You're in the mix. you're in a hotel room, and then yep. you're down there, and you're like, you got no idea what's coming next. And uh, but no, dude, it was just it it was ecstatic. It was roller coaster of emotions. It, it was amazing. I can imagine that that's, that's uh, that's crazy. One, one day you're doing fencing and then the next day you're at the, uh, Chevrolet Dean. Yeah. Jupiter Field. Dude, it is, it is absolutely, it is absolutely, absolutely insane. Cause like, and I, I like to say like, it, it came in waves too. Cause it was not like, like, cause I, I feel like to an extent it still hasn't really hit me that I'm playing professional baseball. Like it, right. it, it doesn't, you know, it, it just, it comes in like, it, it, it's hard to explain. Like, cause it's like, it, it's just something you love love to do so it's exactly like, exactly you know. and um but no it was it was great and then get to meet the other guys from my draft class um that, that was huge too because it's like okay here are 20 or so other guys who are in the exact same spot as you so they're able to be able to relate to them and then uh made a lot of good friends some of my best friends now are in a uh, draft class and um that i was in and it's been it was great it's awesome. So, so in that process too, because you said I, I didn't realize you had uh, more years of eligibility yeah. and and had the plans of going back. So, in that case, like what what was the the thought behind like okay, I either 
I either take this now, this opportunity at hand, or I go and try and improve my draft stock and and hope it comes differently that way. Like what? And then also on top of that, being a hometown kid, yeah. you know, like where it that plays a totally different factor. Like what what was the major factor that made you decide like, OK, I, ha- I have to take this opportunity? here? Um, I, th- I would say just because it was so unexpected, um, because I never re- like I re- like whenever I first got to school, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to get drafted. I'm going to get drafted. So so and then as you grow up, you kind of, you know, you realize the chances are pretty slim. And like I said, it really came out of nowhere for me. And I was like, man. Like because I was just gifted such a great opportunity, especially because it's the Cardinals. You know, I grew up my whole life watching them. Um, it's like, man, I got to take it. I got like, I, absolutely, I have to. And then, I'll, like my college coaches, they were super supportive. They're like, man, like you really, you really should. And um, obviously, my family wanted me to take it. They were like, right. they're like, come yeah. on, like you got to take it. Um, and I, it was actually my brother who told me. He's like, he's like, man, like. What are you gonna do? Say no? And I'm like, right? Like, yeah, Shoot, you're right. I mean, no. But um, but it dude is just it. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. It's incredible, yeah. man. So, what was that first like uh, moment when you got to the facilities? Right, you're, yeah. you're drafted. They fly you down. You're meeting the guys in your draft class, and and they're. I, I'm assuming it's, it's some kind of camp to get you. Yeah. Uh, you know, in in the system. You know what yeah. what was that? Process so it was like? a lot of. So getting down there it was a lot of kind of meeting um, the guys who work in the farm down there, uh, like the directors, the coaches, and stuff. So it's getting to know them. It was kind of just getting acclimated with the team, like the team rules, really. And then, um, so you know, a lot of paperwork and stuff like that, signing, which was all it was all amazing. A lot of testing, and um, just kind of get a little taste of how they do things differently, like like uh, at the professional level. And it was all so so amazing. I mean, the Cardinals are they're so well like constructed, just top to bottom. Like, I mean, they've been around for it, it goes like they're one of the longest lasting um, uh, orgs, you know. And like it goes to show, like top top to bottom, how well how well they run things and so you just get your first taste of that and then whenever you're finally able they they put us through like a little it was like a miniature spring training for all the new draft class and um whenever you're actually finally able to put the spikes on again put the glove on start taking swings again it's just like okay like we're back to playing ball it just all made sense again because (laughs) everything's changing around you where you're living where you're eating like i didn't like nobody really had a car so like you're just like okay, like it's kind of like that that first few days on campus feeling at college. It's yeah, like that. Yeah, but you know, once you got back on the field, it all made sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there, and, and, um, yeah, is there like an uh, like an adjustment period that like between college ball and pro ball, or is it just like a gradual? You just like you just go out there and play. You you just get thrown into it, and um, everybody yeah. and everybody's a lot more polished, and it's just it can be said like you. Like you can compare it to how it is like going through the levels of uh, like affiliate ball. Like it's just it's just more polished. Um, the talent is there at all levels. Like there, to an extent, there's always going to be the raw talent, but it's like how it, it's the consistency of the talent that changes. Um, like just the the baseball IQ, like this, like how polished everybody is, how well everybody takes care of them. So it's just that that was some of the biggest changes that you come to realize, and then. Like if you want, like from the hitting aspect, I went from seeing like eighty-five to eighty-eight in the Ohio Valley Conference to seeing ninety-two to ninety-five consistently with guys coming out throwing hundred, 
like so that was that was a little bit of a change too at the plate and imagine there's a little bit of an adjustment yeah, yeah. Made between still, between yeah. the levels yeah still still making that adjustment to this day as we speak but you know that's <laughs> to be expected <laughs> right well in and to that point too i i think one thing that's really uh really impressive obviously is that you you were an undrafted free agent but you you've made no trouble of of moving up the ranks of the Cardinals organization mm-hmm. even even kind of without like uh you know a draft pedigree behind mm-hmm. you right yeah. so Tell, tell us a little more about that journey from low A ball and now you're in double A in Springfield, you know, in your home state yeah. playing in front of, I'm sure, a crowd that you've been in before. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, it's been uh, it's wild. It really is. You know, um, you, you get to affiliate ball or you get to wherever they, they assign you to and immediately you're thinking, OK, how do I get to the next level? And um, and the thing is, is you really just take care of what you can, like you control what you can control. That's just the staple throughout all of baseball. You just put in, uh, you find your routine, you put in the work, you start to understand more of what's, what, like what, what, what the strengths of your game are, what the weaknesses are. It's like, okay, how do I keep up my strengths? How do I improve my weaknesses? It's just uh, getting to know, like from an offensive standpoint, it's starting to understand your swing more. And like I said, I'm still, I'm still like the swing is always continuing to be developed. Um, but from a defense, I think from a defense angle is where I really stuck out. Um, understanding my pitchers, understanding what they need. Um, just like as a catcher, you know, you really you're the quarterback of the field, and I feel like I took to that pretty well. And that- I can vouch. I can vouch for that. Yeah, for anybody, anybody wondering, Wade's a Wade is uh, top to none to anybody I've ever played with as far as just knowing his people. Like that was the that was the one thing that. Uh, you could always rely on Wade is that if, if you're doing well, he's going to let you know. If you're not doing well, he's going to let you know in a way that makes you feel like I can I can go back out there and get get it yeah, done. You know, so I appreciate that's, you know, no Wade Wade has uh, always been very, very uh, defensive minded on that side. But he also swings the bat uh, harder than anybody I've, I've <laughs> ever seen in my entire life either. Yeah. I, uh, I compared him a lot to to like a Bryce Harper swing uh, when we played together. So it was always a lot of fun to uh, to watch him and and obviously it's been really fun to watch you grow too um so in, in that same vein you know what as far as your your time goes in college obviously you had those four years at SEMO uh, where you played high level baseball uh, division one baseball against you know power five schools in the nation what was your favorite memory of division one baseball and then moving into where you're at now? Like what's been your favorite memory so far, uh, you know, going up the ranks in the Cardinals organization? Um, I would say favorite memory, just honestly throughout all baseball, it's just the guys you meet and you really like this game. Really? You're able to meet some absolute characters, um, some, some great guys, like some, like, like I got married the last November and everybody who Congrats, don't appreciate it. everybody who's on the altar with me, you know, like all, like all my grandparents, they, I had all played baseball with them at some point, and that's what that's what Simo gave me was like my like my, my best friends and stuff, and uh, and then it, 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 throughout professional baseball too, man, you just get to know these guys and and you grow with the guys and you get to know them and um and so I would say that's 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 the greatest thing that baseball has given me is just you know the guys guys around guys that you get to know the lifelong friends, but um, but I would say like best memory from college, man, winning winning the college tournament. Or the OB, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, Omaha. No, no, winning the OBC tournament. Um, yeah, uh, that would that, that had to stick out. That was number one, man. We 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 all played. We played so well, and then getting to go to Ole Miss Regional for a you know for a mid major like Semo, get getting there, getting there. I mean, speaks that's pretty much the top of the mountain there. 
and uh and what an experience that was down there and uh the beer showers are pretty cool uh, yeah. yeah unfortunately I, they were I watched that us. game man uh it was it wasn't that it wasn't the uh the outcome we were hoping yeah, for but uh, man that was, it was a it, it's such a cool experience it was, yeah, to it watch. Is cool nonetheless but um but yeah so that was that, that definitely sticks out the most in college but and, and pro ball uh Man, there are a lot of good memories. Honestly, anytime you had a walk off or your teammates a walk, like I, I, I personally am not hit one, but being participating in a walk off itself, I mean that's just a great feeling. Whatever. That just looks like, Dude, fun. It, like that's it, like it, that looks like the best. It, time. it is, and that's just like it, it, like it doesn't matter how you're performing, whether you're even playing or not, man. Just that the, the spark, like it, like this. I guess that's the beauty of baseball, man. Like it, it, it brings out that 10, 12 year old kid in you. Who you know they just flying around, just having a good time over at Ellisville Park, and um, right, yeah, and um, and like it reminds you, like you know, screaming and hollering, throwing water jugs at each other, like it. That's the beauty of it. So, a lot of good memories with that, and um, man, there are so many. It's it's hard to pick out just one, you know. I can imagine. Yeah, it's uh, it's something to uh, like I said, it's something to to be in the big leagues, but it's also something to be in the big leagues of an organization that you you've spent so much time and invested so much yeah. time in supporting growing up. You know, uh, it, as far as that side of the baseball, right? You're you're focused on your performance. You're focused on helping the team succeed and whatnot. But what sense and, and like what part of you has like this? has like an innate desire just to to get to the big leagues, right? I, I, obviously, every player in the minor leagues, that's their overall goal. But as far as the immediate right now, like what is the biggest goal in mind for you as far as uh, developing and continuing to to jump that ladder? Oh, uh, man, I, I would say really, I mean, that's, that's a good question. It's just getting to know like, it's like, okay, what's going to, what does it take to like to get to Bush? You know, what does it take to get right. like to, you know, to, to Clark Street, playing in front of everybody, um, and man, like it, it's just it's just you know working on what you can do, you know, like I said, like polishing your strengths, trying to limit the weaknesses and stuff like that, and um, putting I, I would say just discipline, you know, putting in the work every day because man, it's a grind, you know. We play uh, 140 games at the I I think we yeah 140 games at the Double A, yep. and man, it's 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 grinds, but you just have to go there every day, just discipline, ready to work, put it, put in the work, do what control you control, and make sure that you're leaving no, nothing like left in the tank, you know. And I would say that that's the biggest goal every day is just doing, um, just doing one thing. It's actually what Mosellock told us uh, whenever we first got down there uh, to Florida, and tw- uh, whenever I first signed, it's just man, just do one thing, try to get better at one thing every day. And at the time, I didn't really think much of it, but something as I've grown through my professional career it's it, it, it holds a lot of truth man just go feel this if one day i get better like i get better at getting secondary leads at second base like that's a that's right. The right direction stuff like that well it's the it's the little things that gets guys to the big exactly you know you hear about it all the time like that guy that guy just hustled harder yeah you know and and that i think that's something that you possess that not a lot of people do is you got that like second third fourth gear yeah. of like all right you think you got me but i'm i'm right back, exactly you know exactly yeah that's awesome zach you got any questions um i mean like is when you uh wake up and you're getting ready to go to the ballpark like where you got some like rituals you going like chipotle pregame oh uh, i like that yeah that's I a like good that. question What's, so, yeah with the hit hit us with your game day ritual game day, like, you got a you got a seven o'clock game at night okay like what time you waking up so, what are you doing to get prepared so i try to say pre- it's really easy to 
fall into like a really bad sleep schedule during the season, you know, because mm. I mean, like, like we, we work at night, you know, basically that's, that's what baseball yep. players do. And so I, I'm getting up about nine o'clock. So nothing, nothing too crazy, not, not too early, not too late, but I'm waking up and having some coffee, you know, and I'm really kind of like, I, I, I always see like, you got a few hours at the start of the day and a few hours at the end of the day to take to yourself. And at yep. that time I'm like, man, it's like, I'll, like I'll, I'll spend some time, like, you know, um, I'll read, Oh, I'm just kidding, man. I don't. I don't agree. I don't know. I'm kind of like you guys. I play. I play video games. I, I run some. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Grind some cod before exactly, the game. Exactly. Get your mind right going into battle. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like I'm. Like I'm still. Like I'm so young at heart. You know. Um, Definitely. Still just run some video games stuff like that. Well, I think it's becoming more like accepted oh, too. Absolutely. Like, there's every every superstar in the big leagues is a young kid. Everybody's streaming. Yeah. It, exactly. exactly. Everyone's playing exactly. games, so it's no. like it's much more like accepted in the clubhouse now it, like ah oh, that's just exactly what do. exactly but um uh but yeah i'll do that and then honestly i don't really even know what happens that time before you just kind of watch the clock tick down you're like okay i guess i'll go like they always have like a 130 report but dude like everybody shows up like 12 30 or so like you just get there early and you know because it's get the mind it's right just it. what you do man it's like it's our lives for eight months of this eight months of the year and um like we want to do it well so we show up early and you know, just getting to know the guys and stuff like that and, and just hanging out, uh, the camaraderie that you get. And like the other day, whenever they were uh, playing uh, Saturday, they had a day game and sitting around in the clubhouse and watching the game while like, right. like that's one of my favorite things to do because puts it all in perspective of like why we're there. We're all there together watching. Like mm-hmm. that's the goal. I bet late, lately it's probably been a different conversation yeah, yeah, in the no, clubhouse yeah, around the game. Like, oh, man, it's I been, swear to oh, God. Man, I, a lot of, <laughs> a lot, you know, a lot of the Cardinals, man, Cardinals Twitter right now, it's it's nuts, man. It's oh, tough, it, it, yeah. It's, as a player. I got to stay off of it during the game. Dude, as, as a player, man, it, it's funny to watch it because, like, we like we still, like, we don't know what the front up, like, we like we can only guess. You know, we, we it's not right. like we're told anything specific yeah. and, um. But I do know, like the front office, like they're gonna, they're gonna, like they have it figured out. They, they, they know what they're doing. I just gotta have, you just gotta have that faith. And uh, early, you've bought, you've bought two more weeks of, uh, of, of solidarity in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's um, someone on the inside is telling us it's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, fine. Yeah, no, and, uh, <laughs> and man, I don't, I don't play GM, man. It's uh, I was good at what he does. I really, I have a lot of respect. He's talked to me individually. Uh, he's, he's a great guy. I, I got That's I got awesome. all the faith in the world and I uh not worried about about the big club at all. That's that is that is funny though the uh, the thing that I I took from what you just said is that like you're you're sitting there watching the clock tick down. I feel like that is is like every 8-year-old baseball year. player who is obsessed with baseball growing up like that's all we did yeah. growing up yeah. was like we know we have a game at uh, six thirty yeah. tonight. It's one o'clock. I'm in the house. Like, okay, yeah, exactly. Like, in an exactly. hour, I need to get ready. Like, that's so. I I just think that that speaks so much to like you as a baseball player. You live, breathe, and die yeah, by it's, this, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's all yeah. you think about. It's all you want to do. And and I think that shouldn't get lost in the mix because you are playing 140 games yeah. a year. Like, it's it would be very easy to be like, ah, like I I don't feel it today. Yeah, you know? no, it's, but, it, it's and there are days like that where it's like, man, like my, you know, the body's not feeling good, or or you know, it, or you know, you say you got something going on, like you know, because I mean, we're all, like, yeah, we play baseball, but you know, we all got lives, we all got right. There's still stuff that goes on, um, but no, yeah, it's literally it's a lot of watching the clock tick down, and then whenever you get there, um, 
it, it, I think the it's just so important to have a routine of what you're doing every day. Like, uh, like within, like how you're taking care of your body. Cause you know, 140 games, you gotta ha- make sure your body's in, like your body is all you got, you know, and yeah. stay, staying healthy. It's one of the biggest availability things. is the best. Ability. Exactly. Exactly. Staying healthy. I mean, that's most important thing because it, you can't, you can't put like, if you can't play, man, you that's somebody else getting t- more time and you know, it's hard to get better if you're not playing, you know? Um, 100%. but so I get there, I, I kind of, I write down it. One thing I like to do is I just write down checklists of like everything I like to get done for that day. Um, whether it be swing wise, you know, get a lift in, running, stuff like that. Um, I kind of, I like to like micromanage my day to feel like I'm accomplishing and doing it, everything I can, you know? And then, uh, we'll take, take a BP, do in and out. It's, and then it's, it's a lot. I, it, the structure is similar to college, like pregame. But the workload is less because you're doing it every day. That, I would right. say that's the biggest thing. And also, it's not as like, you know, like in college, like you're playing catch, you drop a baseball, you know, you got a coach mother effing you. It's not like yeah. that at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> these guys are these guys are getting paid dude, for this now. Dude, exactly. So we probably probably lay back. Like, a I'm looking bit. back, it's like, man, college coaches are a bunch of hardos, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like what was terrifying. <laughs> Catching my first college bullpen, I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, all the coaches are watching me. Yeah. Now. That, and then you drop when you Yeah. Gone. I remember like taking a BP in college and like like you do a backside round, you actually pull the one. They're like, they're like, oh, what are we doing? And like now, it's like, oh, oh well, like it's it's a lot more relaxed. And uh, but it, it needs to be like that, man. It's baseball. You can't you can't play it all the time. Yep. You know? Yeah. But uh, 100%. but yeah, no, you just kind of have a pregame routine, and uh, the game rolls around, and you do the anthem, and then we go, and then it's just baseball. You know? Man, is and and I'm. You know, obviously, we're we're living pretty vicariously through you. We neither of us possess the talent that you did to to make it to where you're at. So, um, you know, we're we're always very curious as to, yeah. to the everyday goings of the game. Yeah. Um. You know, as far as like uh, you've you've been at a, a few different levels of the Cardinals organization. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's been guys that have walked through the clubhouse that you're like, oh my god, that's that's him. Has there been like what what's been the most memorable? moment on that side of it where you you kind of can let your fan come out a little bit yeah so i would say so i i would say the biggest one where i was like oh my god like it was whenever i met yachty uh last so not this spring train the spring train before that that was uh so it was when i was at Meyer league camp and um the cool thing about yachty is that he'd come in and he just worked with the younger catchers like myself and uh, and all the other guys and like like we're doing our drills and stuff and like and how how it is for catching like it's all like all the catchers they get there an hour before everybody for spring training and it's like 7 a.m in, in florida and it's it's still humid but you know the dew's everywhere and right. uh, and you're you know you're doing bare hand drills in the cages and so we're doing all that and then he walks in and it's like oh <laughs> you know it's That's like yachty. it's kind of like yeah. you, you get that feeling you know, like like you're like you know um like whenever you're t- about to tell your crush you got a crush on her or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like, yep. oh, there he is. <laughs> and um, but he comes walking in with his bag and um, he puts on his Jordan, like the his uh, his dope Jordan gear. And he's it, he looks like Iron Man gear not dude. Cause you know, like right, yeah. like you you know, I'm wearing all-star, but he's got like this Jordan gear, it's just like layers on layers of pads. Yeah. And um, I would say that's the first time, like or that's the most memorable time or memorable time when I was like, yo, like this is like that's that's him, and then we're here, yeah, yeah, we're here. Then, we made. I would it. say that's pr- a, probably a pretty normal reaction when you see Yadier yeah. Molina. Like 
everybody's like, that's, that's yeah, him. Yeah, it's that's like, that, 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 that is him. Um, <laughs> but no, and, and then the thing is, you know, the funny part about that, it, it, what I tell everybody is like, yeah, like on TV, like it, it's so easy to make these people out to be like gigantic superiors, which they are. I mean, everybody's an absolute specimen, you know, and they're incredibly gifted at the, at, 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 like in this game. But like you, you get to talk to them and do, they're just normal. They're normal human beings. Like they really are. They want, they want to be like, so that's what I strive to do is I just treat them as such. Like, I don't like, I was able to talk about to Yachty about, um, like, would you walk up to him? Like, Oh, well, what's your name? Yeah. My name's Wade. Yeah, or, no, yeah. <laughs> no, that's the funny part too. They all come up and introduce yourself. They're like, Hey, I'm Yachty Herman Lee. And I'm like, yeah, no duh, bro. I'm brother, I know bro. who you are. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got a shirt with your face on it, brother. <laughs> and, uh, but um no i would say um i don't that was definitely that sticks out the most but whenever i was at a, a big league camp this year um actually being in a locker room and just talking listening to them, like they're, they're just normal they are normal guys like they're all right. they're all great dudes and everybody's a little different you know um but at the end of the day you just talk to them like 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 you would like obviously you have a good amount of respect for them but you know you can start having a little fun like making jokes with them and um and personally, I kind of have a little bit of an advantage because I'm from St. Louis. So I'm able to be like, hey, like, uh, they, they, like they always ask you where you're from, like, whenever you get to it. It's like, oh, I'm from St. Louis, actually. And then that kind of gets the conversation rolling for me. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, what's your favorite places to eat at and stuff like that. That's and awesome. then um, I actually, like, I was able to talk to Wainwright a good amount and because we're both from Chesterfield. And I was able to get dinner with him. We just talked about Chesterfield and West County and all that. And. It, it is is cool, man. Like they're just they're normal. They're normal guys. They're just really good at what they do, and um, mm-hmm. they got a whole big old following who watches their every move, and they love and, and hate them by the day and night. <laughs> yep, I mean that's that's the cardinal way, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> no, but it's just, well, it's speaking, just of that, uh, speaking of that. Speaking of that 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 big game, the spring training this past year. Like what what is the what's that vibe like going into that locker room? It was. The first few days, I was pretty nervous. I was, um, yeah, because it's like you, you're just looking around and like you're not trying. You're trying to make a name you're for yourself, loose. but like, yeah, you're trying to make a name for yourself, but also you're not trying to be like sticking out in the crowd and stuff like that. Um, but thing is, like, the nice thing is, like, they they invite a bunch of spring uh, catchers to spring training because they're like a bazillion pitchers, and uh, so like you kind of roll with the other catchers at first, and then you can, uh, all the other catchers like they work together. And the cool thing about this year was uh Contreras like it was his first Cardinals camp so he would roll with all like the first year or the like the first year invitees like myself so I was able to get to know Wilson really well and um and so it was cool hanging out with him because like he'd be rolling with us and we were like this guy's got this guy's got big league time and uh you know That's big awesome. league cannon and stuff like that and um so just roll. he seems like a guy he seems like the kind of guy that like would would be very down to earth with like super, people he doesn't super know. down to earth man like he just he talked to you everything like he just give you little tips about throwing and then i mean he took us all out to eat too like all the catchers That's and awesome. so and he's he's great he's, he's a little he's you know he's, he's i don't want to say quiet he's just more reserved but like and whenever he talks like you listen you know and uh, right. he's great great leader great um great catcher and dude watching that guy throw for the first time was absolutely it was absolutely insane it was I, a quick story about it. it was um it's like the third or fourth day of camp and it was uh Contreras, kisner herrera and myself 
At first of all, I'm looking around, I'm like, what the hell? Like, how the hell are you in this that's, group? That's, <laughs> that's quite the group, yeah. man. You're, that's a really good yeah. You're in a great yeah. group of guys yeah. there. I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, we gotta, let's, get, let's wake this arm up. And, like, you know, they would just get loose, and I was, like, fired. And I was, you know, emptying the tank. And uh, the catching coach was like, all right, fourth day, guys, you know, don't blow it out. I was like, man, I'm like, dude, that's exactly what I'm intending <laughs> yeah, okay. to do. Yeah, okay. But, um, <laughs> uh, but I actually threw first, and I, I, threw, I had some good throws, and they were all complimentary, which was nice. And then Contreras gets up. So I'm staying on third base, uh, catching throws, and uh, Herrera's at second. And so Contreras, like, he's got the ball in the hand. He's just behind the plate. He's, like, you know, warming up. He tells Herrera at second base, like, I hate him, move back a little bit. So he, like, moved out. You know, he's a few feet from the, like, outfield grass. Made come more. And I'm talking, like, these aren't just, like, 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 like on a line. Yeah, dots. And he's like, hey, move, move back a little bit more. And Herrera's, like, he's, like, you know, in the outfield grass at this point. Just dots, you know, just and move back a little bit more. And dude, like it, it did like two or three more times. This guy was in like playing like straight up center field. And they were just oh on a freaking God. line, straight as an arrow. And then Wilson's like, all right, let's get come on, come on back in, come in a second. And then his eighth row is just all in a row, just dots. <laughs> I was sitting at third base. I was like, oh. he's like, all right, you ready to come to third? I was like, Oh like, yeah, yeah. Sure. That thing. It's like, it's like <laughs> it, came in. it wasn't that hard to catch, man, because everything was just right there. But it was that uh it's kinda like whenever you're catching like like ninety-five plus, you hear it. You know, yeah. like that's the biggest thing I, I tell people is uh like you, you can hear whenever it, you you know he's throwing hard whenever you can hear it. And that's when it's like come to third base and it's just catch that, catch that, catch that. It, yeah. it was the most one of the most incredible feats of baseball throwing i've i've seen that's it, 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 it incredible was cool. it was cool so confirmed not Contreras's fault <laughs> i think we can all agree he's <laughs> he's not the problem no i he's... i don't yeah like like i said man i'm really i'm just i'm trying to figure it out too everybody is but at the end of the day you just gotta have faith and it, it, absolutely it, you know it, incredible. It, it's, it's the cardinals brother like I feel like there's always there's always a month like this, and like I remember yeah. back, back in tw- like I always think back to 2011, like we were however far out in August, and we managed mm-hmm. to come back. So I think 13, or, yeah, yeah or, we were we were way out. Yeah. I, I think every time we've won the World Series, and like especially the last two, 2006 and 2011, like we should not have been in the playoffs. Yeah, oh, we, we got in on like a fluke, and then ended up winning it. Absolutely, all. So, and then I f- and then I feel like whenever we are making a run. We just like like oh yeah we're supposed to be here and then you know wh- whatever happens yeah and so well it's it's the card like it's, you the, said, cardinal it's the cardinals we expect we expect excellence we expect perfection exactly. and whenever they're not giving it to us we're and, like okay and, let's blow the ship up and I, like that's I think the fact that I, I think the fact that like our, our, the fans are reacting like 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 you said like this cardinals you expect excellence and whenever you're not getting it it just goes to show it's like this team's been so good for so long. And it's like, yes, it's it's not normal for, for them to play like this. But at the same time, they're going to figure it out because it's the Cardinals. They've been excellent for however many years. They've been around. like They they, they know what they're doing. They're yeah, 100%. 100% faith in them and um, not worried about it at all. Love it, man. Well, hey, I, I think we got one last question yeah. for you. Um, you've, like we said, you've grown up in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You You've watched a lot of Cardinals baseball in your lifetime. Hit us with your Mount Rushmore of Cardinals players. Mount Rushmore doesn't have obvious. Yeah, your fa- your top four. Yeah. guys that that you grew up absolutely like in fact. Okay, with. yeah, yeah, I got you. So uh, number one, obviously Yachty. 
Uh, obviously. Um, obviously. Let me think. <sighs> there are a lot. Of, there are a lot of good ones. I always, I always really like watching Matt Holiday. Uh, and I'm, I'm gonna go just Cardinals during my time. Uh, yeah, because, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, um, definitely. Um, so yeah, Yachty, Matt Holiday, uh, Wayno, especially after getting to know him these last these last few weeks. I mean, yeah. absolute. He was yeah he he rehabbed it yeah he, yeah he yeah. he came here twice oh, yeah and uh, yeah. he he bought us dinner but like uh it's a thing like whenever guys rehabbing they always buy dinner for uh whoever they're rehabbing with so we were eating like fillets and lobster and, all <laughs> that. and I was actually able to eat with him for both dinners and dude when I tell you the most down to earth guy it I believe that. absolutely incredible yeah. guy he seems like a good guy yeah so Yadi Wayno uh, Holiday and I want to say pools. Because I like he he's obviously a great guy. So I also want to say Freeze though, because I went to I went to Lafayette, but I haven't met Freeze yet, so I'm gonna go with Pools. Yeah, uh, I like but, that. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah Pools is, and I actually one of my other funny stories, I guys, I actually went to uh, school with Pools's uh, kids. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah they went to Lafayette. Yeah, didn't our, uh, it was actually it was elementary or like. It was like second and third grade. I went to school. Oh, it was at like gotcha. some private, some little private yeah. like Christian school. And my, one of my favorite stories that's on the back of my baseball card uh, is I went to school with uh, with their kids that were with uh, pools of kids, and his daughter actually kicked me down the slide, and uh, <laughs> and I tried to act like I broke my arm or something. So maybe like he'd have to come in and like do like a conference <laughs> or whatnot. And I could meet him, but it, it didn't work. I didn't. I didn't get to meet him. But uh, that's hilarious, dude. <laughs> Wait, I'm getting ready to send you a picture uh, that Zach sent me. Um, he was at the game Are the other Jersey night. The yeah, he he went into the uh, the Cardinals uh, fan store where they sell like game used jerseys yeah. and stuff like that. And yours was in there. Yeah. And and I think this will be a really fun uh, experiment. Uh, I just sent you a picture of it to your to yourself. Yeah. But um my biggest, my question to you is how much, how much do you think your jersey was worth in the store? Because we, we know how much it was. Oh, we, man. Uh, we, saying... we seriously considered splitting it down the middle. We were yeah. going to, we were going to buy it and hang it up. Oh, man, dude, yeah. I was like, what I think it's worth, man, probably 20 bucks. How much do you think they were selling it for? Oh, geez, I don't know, like 20 bucks, like a bag of ketchup, maybe. Oh, I don't know. No. <laughs> Not no. quite. No, that, well, that jersey in the in the red, shop was red, red uh, spring training jersey. Oh, yep. And then I went, go, I went back to go get it because I put it back up and I was like, oh, I'll go get it later. Yeah. And, and then I went to go get it. It was already gone. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, my brother bought it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Did really? he actually? Yeah. No, they, they were at, uh, is that lot? Uh, he's a senior at Lafayette and they went to, uh, this was, it had to be like last Wednesday or Thursday, right? For the yeah. game. Up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. He went up and he bought it. And, uh, he bought it off some kid and, uh, like, and like the kid like marked it up and sold it to him. Kid made like 50 oh, bucks my. off of it. I'm like, man, I'm <laughs> I was it was it was, was two hundred bucks in the wow. store. Wow! It was the very last jersey, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just put it in the front." I was gonna go grab something to eat. Yeah, I was gonna come back. I was gonna grab it, and by the time I got there, I was like, "Oh, I'd put a jersey right in the front." Yeah, uh, Wade Stouch jersey. And they're like, "Yeah, we already sold that." 
<laughs> that's oh, man. Sick, that's dude. funny. No, that, that's hilarious that your brother actually bought. Yeah, that. no, he did. He, he texted me like, he's like, I'm not gonna lie, I feel pretty cool wearing this. I was like, yeah, yeah, no kidding. It's awesome. it's a, it's a dope number too. Pair not like, yeah, oh yeah, being number ninety nine. Like, man, there are a lot of worse. Like, I could get number like 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 seventy nine and be like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, just something something, like something off the wall. Like ninety nine is a number that. Yeah. Aaron Judge, exactly. Aaron Judge wears. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, like, that's a, a legit cool number. number. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. That's a number you could take up with you whenever you get to the Absolutely. Big. That, that's, hey, that sounds good to me. Absolutely. <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. man. Well, hey, uh, again, we, man, we really appreciate of you course. coming on, of course. taking appreciate the time it. to yeah. talk to us. You're welcome on anytime. Yeah. We we wish you the the absolute best. We'll continue to support and, and watch you. Um, I haven't ran this by Zach, but you're you're sponsored by it we'll we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll sponsor you i love it we're we're behind you it. so thank you thank you first springfield <laughs> yeah we're we're planning a we're we're planning a trip down to springfield this summer yeah. uh for for a stretch of game yeah, that, so that sounds good whenever we when we get down there we'll definitely yeah, hit you let up me know and, and i'll get, get you guys tickets i'll get you guys on the list and that sounds yeah, good we appreciate that yeah. thank you absolutely appreciate guys it. zach is nice all right man dalton as always man as always man goodness Thanks again, Wade Stouse. You will be a, a St. Louis Cardinal. We believe in you. He uh, he was so so gracious with his time, sitting down and, and talking to us for as long as he did. A lot of really good stories. Thanks again, Wade Stouse. Zach, drop our Instagram. What's our Instagram handle? Our Instagram is Bush League Official underscore. Bush League Official underscore on Instagram, and our Twitter is Bush underscore League Pod. Our email is bushleaguecardspod at gmail.com. Once again, that is bushleaguecardspod at gmail.com. We don't have any questions this week. Please send those in for next week. I'd love to answer like three questions next week. So for everybody listening, rewind it, listen, get the email, send us questions, no matter how goofy, simple, whatever, send them in. We'd love to answer them. Yeah, ask me my favorite color. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even. Know. I'm not even going to ask in hopes that somebody asks him. So I can learn. But Zach, any final thoughts going into this weekend's slate of games? Go birds! Go birds! That's all that needs to be said. Cardinals are hot. Stay hot. If you stay hot, you ain't got to get hot. I think that's a good way to end it. Zach, any final thoughts? Anything else? That'll be it. That'll be it. All righty. Mind's clear, heart's full. Everybody have a great weekend. We're out of here. See ya.